William put the pail of water on the bench beside the workshop door and blew into his cupped hands to warm them. The March morning was cold, and a biting wind whipped the grey clouds across the sky. Rain fell steadily, as it had done for weeks past, filling ditches and puddles and dripping from the reed thatch of Brother Snail's hut. He heard a rustling in the blackthorn tree beside the hut. A twig dropped onto his head, and he peered up through the branches. A long tail with a tuft of red fur on the end curved around the trunk of the tree. It twitched and flexed, and suddenly flicked out of sight. "'Brother Walter,' William called, "'what are you doing up there?' "'Watching things,' the hob said softly. William walked around the tree until he could see the hob sitting in the fork of a branch, his golden-green eyes wide and fierce as he stared out over the sheep pasture beyond the vegetable garden of the abbey. His fox-red fur was sleek with rainwater. William peered into the misty distance, but couldn't see anything to explain the hob's odd behaviour. "'What things?' "'Them,' said the hob, pointing to the far side of the pasture, towards Twopenny Copse, where a huddle of wet ewes and lambs sheltered beneath the low, sweeping branches of the oak trees. "'The sheep?' The hob shook his head impatiently. "'No, no, no! Them!' William squinted through the rain. The hob's eyesight was sharper than his, and it took some moments before he saw what the hob was watching so intently. Crows perched beside twiggy nests, cawing into the wind as the trees swayed and creaked like ships at sea, and far below them four of the strangest creatures William had ever seen— were making their way hurriedly past the sheep. Hunched and wizened and no taller than a small child, they looked like little old men in tattered, dun-coloured clothing. They moved furtively, scurrying between the animals and the tree trunks, clearly anxious to stay hidden. William caught his breath. What are they? Mound elves, the hob said. There was something in the tone of his voice that told William he didn't much like these creatures. "'They live inside grave mounds, where humans have buried their dead long ago. Something must have frightened them very badly to make them come above ground in daylight.' William watched as the creatures darted towards the thorn hedge marking the western boundary of the abbey's lands and disappeared from sight.